Hi and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger and I am one half of the Expansive Podcasting team with John Sane being the other. So today's podcast episode is slightly different and the reason for that is that when John and I sat down to initially discuss how this podcast will unfold, we said that we want to make sure each episode is fresh, new and interesting. And so what that means is sometimes you might listen to John and I having a conversation around a specific topic. Other times it might be me interviewing John or John interviewing me around something that we are really passionate about. Other times it might be having a guest on the show. And on on days like today, um, I'll be sharing some of the content that we have created outside of the podcasting platform. We both create a lot of video content and what I'll be doing is I'll take the audio and I'll share it on the podcast for you to listen to. So this will be a very brief episode and I think it's going to be very valuable to have both of these videos or both of these audio snippets in one place to listen to. So today I have two videos for you or two audio snippets to listen to. The first is going to be by John, the difference between innovation, disruption and revolution. And the second one will be my video or my audio snippets, which is all around how to get the right kind of people into your inner circle in the quickest amount of time. I hope that you enjoy it. So every time I do a keynote, I research uh, by obviously doing the internet research, but also interviewing the people that are gonna be at the conference and other speakers at the conference. And I found the most incredible nuance that I've now included in all my keynotes. I call it the difference between innovation, disruption, and revolution. You see, the world that we come from, innovation was exactly right. The world was moving slowly, and if you just innovated your business bit by bit, you would be able to keep up. And innovation is really just about doing what you did yesterday just a bit better. In today's world, things are moving so fast that innovation doesn't really help that much anymore. Um, not that it's not necessary, but just doesn't really help that much. What you need to be doing is creating disruptive business models. And the best example of a disruptive business model is really understanding that businesses need to make their current business models obsolete. That's what disruption means. And a really very difficult thing to do for people that are inside a business that are being told by their bosses and management structure to create net profit, to make sure that things are running more efficiently, but also keep up with disruptive business models. But that's not really the nuance that I figured out. The real nuance that I'm starting to see is that there are these new entrepreneurs out there, these new operators that are setting up businesses that are gonna create a revolution. And the revolution that I'm starting to see really bubble up are people who measure success differently. You can't compete against somebody who doesn't see profitability as the main goal of their business. You can't compete with competition coming from the least expected places than you ever expected them to come from. You can't compete with technology that doesn't care about your history, a future that cares less about your past. And these revolutionary nuances are starting to show up where I interviewed a fintech CEO and he was so adamant that his online bank was going to share the savings it made with its consumers. 
that's what his drive was. Now, how do you compete against somebody that's wanting to redistribute the amount of profit they've made with their consumers when you're sitting competing against somebody that's trying to squeeze the consumer for as much money as it can, as it can because of the infrastructure that's sitting there because of legacy? types of business models like having offices and permanent staff and all these sort of overheads that force businesses to run for a profit. These new online businesses run by revolutionary leaders have firstly very lean startups, very lean setups as far as costs are concerned and so they're able to go about building businesses that are going to revolutionize the world we live in. So if you're a business owner and doesn't matter how hard you're working on innovation, even if you are disrupting your model, be careful. There's revolutionaries out there that are coming for you. Cheers. Hey, so yesterday I was driving back from a facilitation I did and I was listening to a podcast. And on the podcast, they spoke about one of the oldest ideas around what it takes to create a successful life and business. And the idea is simply that we have to curate who we spend our time with, who we allow to be a part of our inner circle. And it struck me that there are perhaps three ways in which we can expand our circle, in which we can make our circle bigger. So the first way is to go to networking events where you don't necessarily feel as comfortable, to send cold emails to mentors or to people you look up to, in the hopes that they might respond and say, yes, I'll go for a coffee with you or I'll, I'll, I'll mentor you. Um, I think this approach is where the may I pick your brain email originates from. And I think it's a very frustrating approach because you're either going to meet people at the networking event that won't necessarily lift you up to the level that you want to go to, or you're not going to get a response from those emails that you send. The second approach is to say, listen, I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to put myself out there. And in the process, I'm going to rise through the ranks. And as I'm rising, I'm going to step into different circles. And I'm automatically going to be in these circles because of what I've done. So it, in a way, it's almost a validation that this is where you are supposed to be. You've been accepted into this circle because of the results that you've created. And so... This approach, I think, is very effective, but it can be quite time-consuming. It, it might take a bit of time for you to get there. What's really great about this is that people that you once looked up to are then your equals, and you meet them at a very different level. The third approach is perhaps the quickest approach. It is an extremely effective approach, and it's one that is readily available to everyone, and that is to hire people to be on your inner circle, to be a part of your inner circle, to be on your advisory board. So coaches have dedicated their lives to being in the support role, to helping you succeed at whatever is important and meaningful to you. So if you want to be better at sales, hire a sales coach. If you want to make better decisions, lead your team, get your teams to really perform at a higher level, hire an executive coach. If you want to Train and look better naked and be healthier. Hire a health coach or a personal trainer. My point really is that you don't have to wait for these circles to be organically filled with the right kind of people. You can hire the right kind of people. It's something I've done for the past few years. Um, I've had 
uh, coaches to help me with my personal goals. I've had coaches help me with sales. I've had coaches help me with my speaking. So it's, it's such an easy tool to access that can help you fill your inner circle with the right kind of people in the shortest amount of time. So I wanted you to think about that and I hope that this video has been helpful to you. Uh, have an awesome day and fill your inner circle with the right kind of people. Bye-bye.